Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. My first episode back in the new year, I believe. Yes, it is. So exciting. And yeah, I had one week off mainly because I didn't actually think many people would be engaging over that Christmas New Year period. But I'm really excited to be back and recording today. And today is all about gratitude and what, and I suppose I'm going to share, uh, yeah, hmm. I, um, I used to, I'll be honest, I used to hate the word gratitude. I used to find it painful when people were like, just be grateful for what you have. You've got running water. You've got a roof over your head. Be grateful. Gratitude is the key. Have an attitude of gratitude. So I was actually kind of a little bit apprehensive in some ways to share with you my views on it. But this last couple of weeks, I have been coaching a few clients and I've been reflecting on some of the tools that um, that I teach my clients and I've been listening to some other great podcasts. I listened to one, ooh, it would have only been a few days ago actually with Joe Dispenza on um, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness and holy fuck, it just blew my mind. I I love everything that Joe Dispenza talks about. I love everything that he stands for. And the reason that I, if you guys have been following along for a while, you know that I read a mission statement every morning. It's actually a five-page document. It gets carried in my handbag with me. It's like my little baby. And the idea around the mission statement and the vision casting and, and having that clear vision for the future is that you 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 allow your thoughts to create your reality, right? Um, so Joe Dispenza, if you're not familiar with him, he talks a lot about those concepts. And one of the things that he said, which I just absolutely loved, was how you think and how you feel broadcasts a magnetic field out into the world and then allows... The, the way you think and the way you feel to magnetize back to you. And he was talking about relationships and how when we're seeking a relationship, we do attract in mirror, mirror images of ourselves. And so if we can embody a state of love and if we can, you know, have an open heart, then our lives don't just become about us anymore. They become something bigger. They become something greater Anyway, um, this podcast was just phenomenal. So I would highly recommend you go and check that out. It is the School of Greatness. Um, and it was just released this week. So if you're listening to this at the time of release, then you'll be able to find it pretty easily. But it's one with Joe Dispenza. 
I should know the I should know the episode number, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, anyway, so the reason I talk about that is because a lot of things have been happening for me, and I I did a lot of reflection at the end of last year and the start of this year, and someone actually, which was really beautiful, someone actually said to me about me and my partner that they believe that why I've been able to attract in this phenomenal person was really a lot to do with the energy I was putting out. And I, I truly believe that. I always say to people, and now I'm on a tangent and we're only five minutes in, um, but I truly believe that you really do attract into your world mirror images all around you, right? And so when um, when I was listening to that and I was doing some reflecting, I, I've, I've often especially in the last six months, I've had so many moments where I've kind of looked at what's going on for me, looked at my life and gone, what is happening here? Like what is going on for me? Why is all of this stuff happening so beautifully? You know, abundance in friendships, abundance in love and romance and all those areas, abundance in income. And, you know, sometimes you do, you really need to go go and question yourself and ask yourself, like, what is actually happening for me? And why is, are these things continually showing up? Obviously on the flip side to that, if you are feeling a severe lack of those things, then that is where you really, really want to be asking yourself some good quality questions and having a look at how you're thinking and how you're feeling and what kind of magnetic field you are broadcasting. (laughs) But, um, I have, a really, really cool tool, which I want to share with you today. And I'm going to, I suppose, like share my story around how it came into my life because I love to give the people that teach me things credit as well. Um, a lot of you guys know that a couple of years ago, I started, I start, I became a client of MJB, Mitch and Mills from MJB Seminars. And they, I pretty much learned with them for a full year. They taught me a ton of things that I now have transformed into things that I also teach and also I suppose have have kind of shifted the teachings that they've that they gave me and then I wouldn't say um improved but but altered them and seen how different parts and different parts work for my clients but I do this at at my retreats and I I teach this to my clients and So today I'm hoping that I can really eloquently give you this tool and explain it to you in a way that you can use it for yourself. But I'll give you the, I'll give you the idea. I'll give you the, a bit of a backstory and, um, and I'll tell you why this has become something that's super powerful for me. So I, um, I use this tool often and it's, it literally is just writing letters of gratitude the way that I look at gratitude is that when you are experiencing gratitude, it feels as though you get to look at the world or you get to walk through like, get to look at the world through like a golden frame, if that makes sense. Um, everything looks better when we're in a state of gratitude. Everything feels better when we're in a state of gratitude. Um, living in a state of constant appreciation for everything. It's a fucking game changer. We'll say that again. Living in a state of constant appreciation. Ooh, just can't talk. Living in a state of constant appreciation is a fucking game changer. 
when you can express to people and feel a deep sense of gratitude and compassion, basically you are transforming your state into a state of love. Because when we are grateful for everything and compassionate to people around us, we become loving. We become love. We are full of love. We radiate love. And now when we go back to what I was talking about before, which is knowing that how you think and how you feel actually broadcasts into the world, then imagine if you've thought and felt compassion and gratitude consistently, what would come back to you? It's a huge, huge, huge concept and it is phenomenal. It's so powerful. So to me... If we look at gratitude that way and we go, all right, so if I'm to experience gratitude on a con, you know, on a consistent level, more often than not, if I'm going to make a choice to experience gratitude for everything, not just for the running water and the roof over our head, but literally to say my heart is going to be open, my feelings of anger about the past, my feelings of mm, just, I see this happen a lot. People focus so much on their past. Um, We, and especially when we've gone through traumatic things, right? So people can experience pretty shitty things in life. People can experience um, lots and lots of trauma. And so when we're in those states, when we're feeling anger, when we're feeling fear, when we're feeling guilt or regret or sadness because of things that have happened in the past, what we're doing to ourselves is we're causing ourselves to feel internal pain for something that has happened and can't be changed, right? It's happened and it can't be changed. Now, even when I say that, I feel like it just sounds so... It's almost like I think for anyone who's experienced like really big trauma or very um, severe trauma like being abused or, you know, raped or um, attacked or things like that, it's quite phenomenal. You'll, you'll either see one of two things happen. You'll see people that move into complete appreciation for that moment, a complete gratitude. And then you'll see people that use that extreme severe trauma to stifle their growth, to stifle their happiness and to keep them in past pain. And so using this exercise and having these tools and understanding how to come to a place of gratitude with the most painful parts of your life is something that will change your future completely, right? And so when I, um, when I got taken through this for the first time, I remember, I can't now, I'm like, who did I write it on? Oh, I don't know if I'll tell you. <laughs> but I remember thinking, oh, well, write a letter of gratitude. That's simple, right? Who do I love the most? Easy. Whoever it was. Um, probably my child, my children, (laughs) but um, who do I love the most? It's easy to write letters of gratitude for for people. No worries. You're amazing. Thanks for being in my life, blah, blah, blah. But the true, the not true, the, um, the most effective 
way to experience gratitude and the it's hard it's it's not an easy thing to do but the most effective way to experience gratitude and move through those traumas any kind of trauma like even just it doesn't even matter what it is but move through those traumas is to actually think about the people that have caused you the most pain and I'm sure you're all like uh, yeah no I don't want to do that right so I do this at my retreats and um, giving away a little a little a little bit of a secret here I suppose in some ways but if I was to ask you right now who has caused you the most pain in your life you would probably say either a parent or a coworker or your ex-partner or whatever it is a lot of people it's their partners or their ex-partners um, or their parents, or someone, you know, who's who's caused you trauma. And now I want you to write them a letter of gratitude. Your immediate response is like, fuck no, I don't want to do that. I really do not want to have gratitude for that person because they put me through too much pain. They cheated on me. They abused me. They lied to me. They did whatever. But Finding gratitude for every single moment and every single experience that you've had is literally the way to unlock levels of happiness and levels of love and levels of compassion that you just, you can't even understand. Um, I now, I'm at a point with myself, I'm really, 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 really grateful that I, (laughs) grateful, (laughs) I am. I'm really, really grateful that I persisted with this tool because when I first learned it, we were in a, we were at a workshop or a seminar and we were asked to do it. And I really didn't want to. I was like, no, I don't want to. And we had to write and write and write and write until you created a new thought. So the idea behind it is not just to write a letter of gratitude and be like, okay, yeah, thanks a lot for the obvious things. Like most people in your life will have done good things and bad things, right? So there'll be, you know, even the person that you hate the most, there would have been a there would have been a time when, you know, you could you could thank them for something. If it was a parent, well, you know, yeah, you you abused me and you did this, but you did you did put food on the table or you did give me shelter. But what we what we're trying what you would want to try and be doing in terms of using this technique for yourself is searching for a place you have never seen or felt gratitude for that person before. So beyond the obvious. And so a lot of that for me, and I kind of have now trained myself to be able to do this in my head consistently, but a lot of that for me, helps me regulate my emotions, helps me move away from reaction into response. And it also helps me see where people who I perceive are causing me pain or have caused me pain have in fact been the greatest blessings and lessons and gifts that I've ever received, right? Because it's easy to be grateful for someone when they shout you a coffee or they buy you a present or they show up and they're just generally nice to you. But it's fucking hard to be grateful for people that hurt you or to be grateful for people that cut out in front of you when you're driving. (laughs) 
So then if you look for those opportunities to be grateful more often in frustration, in fear, in scarcity, that is where you unlock this unlimited potential and possibility for yourself because most people don't operate from that place, right? So I, um, I've done this with clients who have had, you know, troubles with ex-partners or ex-husbands, um, even myself. Like I write letters to people whenever I feel pain. I don't give, the, I don't give them the letters though. Um, I've given a couple of people the letters, but most of the time the letter is not written to be read because it's not necessary in the process. I mean, obviously you could give them the letter and they'd probably be like, wow, haven't you evolved? But um, sometimes when you're writing it, it's almost, um, it's almost just the, it's just the motion of writing it that actually moves you into a place of forgiveness and into a place of gratitude. And so I've been able to thank people for some crazy things. I've been able to find gratitude for some of the most crazy situations and experiences I've been through. I, um, I actually, this year in particular, and I've talked a little bit about this, I, I hate to kind of always go on about things, but I do, I, I talk to you about things and I relate things to my own experiences because I think it's more relatable for you guys um, to understand that this isn't just a tool that I teach. This is a tool I use and something that I've had to use a lot um, this year in particular. So a lot of people said to me, you know, um, I seem so happy. I seem so balanced. I seem fine after, you know, my my separation and all those things. And And one of the things that I really, really equate that to, and if anyone is going through any sort of, you know, stress, this tool is fucking priceless. Like, I relate it to just having gratitude for every situation. Um, you know, I I say I say to myself often, like, if all of that didn't happen, I wouldn't have the business I have. If all of that didn't happen, I wouldn't have the emotional maturity because sometimes trauma and stress and drama and all those things are put there. Well, I actually think always, but I believe that any sort of drama or stress or trauma is put there as a gift, but it's put there as a gift and it only is a gift or only reveals itself as a gift if you choose to find the gratitude and you choose to dig deeper and see how you've learned from it and see what kind of traits and characteristics you've had to muster up or you've had to bring to the surface to get through those situations. So one thing that um, and I'm just going to be really honest because I think you'll probably get a laugh out of it. But one thing that I had to do was figure out all the ways I could be grateful for separating from my hubby, for example. And there have been so many times where even though it was my decision, I would go back into this, I, I just don't know if I can be grateful for this. This is all too hard. I don't want to be an independent mom and all those types of, you know, all those types of thoughts around things. Um, but in the end, 
I, I remember saying to someone the other week, I was like, I'm so grateful for it because what it's done is it's taught me so many things. One of the things it's taught me is how to regulate my tone of voice. Anyone who's been married for a while, you would totally know that you have a tone of voice, right? With your, um, with your partner. Like, isn't it weird how we do that? Like the person we're meant to love the most, we're like, we have this tone with. I think it's just a, a husband and wife thing, like maybe, and, and family members, but where we kind of get in this mood. Now, I realized that throughout my marriage, I had a tone. And yes, it was because there was anger and there was frustration and there was, there was underlying thoughts and feelings and emotions that I couldn't get myself to get a hold of. So this tone of voice would come out. Um, so one of the greatest things I can be grateful for in terms of having the separation, going through the separation is I now know how to regulate my tone. I've learned that I don't ever want to be in that position again where I become that person. I've learned how to respond, not react. That's been one of my biggest things. And so um, you've got to look for how the trauma, the hard times, the people who cause you pain, you've got to look for how those things are absolutely the biggest gifts. And you've got to literally want to be crying tears of joy around it. Um, you know, I think people often also, I mean, one area that that pe people could probably relate to a lot and you might be able to as well is finances, right? So there are always going to be times when we feel strain or there can be, there can be times when we feel strain around finances. I remember once um, being at Woolies and Woolworths, like the shopping centre, if you're American or not from Australia, you might not know what Woolies is, um, the, the grocery store. And I had a calculator because I had a certain amount of money. And so I was putting things in my basket because like and adding them up as I went because a few weeks before that I had been in Woolies <laughs> in the supermarket and I had scanned everything through and it got to too much money and I had to ask them to unscan and take items out of my bags because I literally didn't have enough money to pay for what I wanted and I felt embarrassed and at that time not being evolved, not being, not operating from a higher state, that, that experience was just negative. Whereas when I look back at it now and I'm able to exercise that gratitude muscle, I can be so grateful for those times because those times of pain and trauma and stress and embarrassment led me to understand that I never, ever wanted to go there again. I never, ever wanted to be in that situation again. So obviously next time I brought the calculator, right? Now as a flow on effect to that, the gratitude comes in when you're like, wow. So me experiencing that pain was absolutely necessary. Without that, I wouldn't value the money. I wouldn't have understood that it is actually important to think about what you're spending. How important is the food you're eating? What's more important over something else, you know? Um... And even to this day, like I can be fairly, I can, I can splash cash when I want to, but even to this day, I will be in the supermarket 
and I will think about it and I will think, am I using this? And so as as my life has gone on and as I've grown up, I think that I experienced that embarrassment ooh, a fair few years ago now, maybe 10 years ago. But um, I experienced that, which carried on to me becoming more disciplined with my money, which carried on to me now following a set of wealth principles that I that gives me ultimate financial freedom. It gives me this ultimate feeling of ease. I don't stress about money ever. But I also do this thing now where I don't waste food. And that has come all from those experiences. So I have so much gratitude for the experiences, the embarrassment that I had because of whatever reason, we didn't have enough money for groceries, which has helped me be a better business person, has helped me be a better mother, has helped me eliminate waste. <laughs> um, I now like pretty much at, at the end of every week, my fridge will be completely empty because I never overbuy because I value things so much more now. And so hopefully that's a, a semi-decent <laughs> example for you guys to, to use Um but yeah, it's it's a it's a tool that can be used so so often and it's it's all coming back down to just asking yourself a quality question. And next week I am actually talking all about some of the top quality questions you can ask yourself this year and how that plays out. But one of them is, you know, where can I find gratitude in this situation? If I was to truly look where can I find gratitude in this situation? If I was to be honest with myself, am I going to see this as a blessing or a curse, right? As a gift or as a trauma? Whew, I just came up with that. I was like, that was a great fucking quality question. But honestly, that is literally as simple as it gets, but yet people struggle so hard to be grateful and love the feeling of anger and victim mode. And, oh, my God, it's insane how addicted we are to negative emotion. It's crazy. And the reason for that is because we've been feeling these feelings for so long that they become comfortable, right? So feeling anger and fear is not normal. Like, if we're, we're animals, right? So... Yes, if if a lion is chasing us, we should be fucking scared, but we shouldn't be living in fear all the time. So I'll give you um, I'll give you an example of this, and this is something I worked through earlier this year. I um through a through a variety of different experiences that I had, I started to believe genuinely that I couldn't trust anybody, and that most people would probably lie to me. Now, there's going to be a ton of you going, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can't fucking trust anybody. Everyone's got their own best interests at heart. Yes, I, that's probably true. But I had a set of experiences where somebody, different people, um, weren't honest with me, weren't telling me the truth, hid things from me, um, said things that said one thing and did something else. And so I had built up this, um, this state of fear. And I actually, I don't know if I talked about this in another podcast or not. Sometimes I really genuinely get 
confused as to where I say things because I talk on so many different platforms at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, so I had actually gotten realized that what I, well, what I think has happened, had happened was I had gotten addicted to the feeling of fear. And so that fear almost, oh, how would I describe it? It almost produced like this adrenaline feeling, right? And it gave me excuses to act in a certain way. But ultimately, every time I would think about that fear of someone not telling me the truth or someone lying to me or someone saying one thing and doing something else, I was assuming it was going to continue happening. And so earlier this year, I really had to work through that. I really had to come to an agreement with myself that I was not going to... um, I was not going to feel that feeling anymore. I was not going to assume that people were going to always do the wrong thing by me Um, because what it was doing is it was putting out that magnetic field like I was talking to you about. I was feeling and thinking in fear and in anger far too much. And the only way, and you know, as Joe Dispenza says, feeling those feelings isn't normal um, it's an altered state and it takes us out of balance. We don't, we shouldn't feel that. We should be completely focusing all of our thoughts into how do we be grateful? How do we be compassionate? How do we embody love? The state of love comes from gratitude and compassion. How do we embody that state all the time for everything, for everyone, for all the things they did, for all the shit that happened, how do we still be in a state of gratitude and compassion? There are people that, um, and I'm sure every single person listening can relate, right? There are people that hurt you. There are people that lie to you. There are people that do things that you don't agree with to you, for you. Um, I like to say that. People, People often say, oh, they did that to me. I'm like, they did it for you. It's just about you trying to figure out where you can be in a constant state of appreciation around your experiences instead of being in a constant state of anger and fear and guilt and all those different things, right? So there is an opportunity for you to be grateful for absolutely every single experience. Now, what I learned when I did that, I worked through it and, um, and I, I knew that being in that altered state Somehow it was kind of serving me, right? But ultimately, we do not want to catch ourselves in modes where we feel like we're a victim. Nobody wants to live as a victim. And the only way that we do that is by feeling like something happened that isn't fair, something happened that shouldn't have happened, that you didn't deserve, instead of going, you know what? And I've said this before, I'm sure. I remember saying, I want it all. And I'm like, I fucking got it all. I got every challenge. I got all the fucking lessons and I got the abundance. But I, why would I expect all only means good, right? Because every single experience we have is there to teach us and help us develop into glorious humans. It's just that most of us, a lot of us, don't care, don't give a fuck, don't want to evolve, don't want to get better. We're just like, nah, I'm happy being angry. I'm happy living in fear. I'm happy believing that every guy is going to cheat on me because one guy cheated on me. Or I'm happy believing that this happened and then it's always going to happen. So I'm going to live in fear. Um, I'm happy believing that people will steal off me and lie to me. And no, 
people will, you can't control anything other than your own state. And so why live in a state where you feel like you're a victim, where you feel like what you, what you experienced wasn't there as a gift? Because when you understand it is a gift, if you choose to see it that way, then the world, your life becomes pretty fucking glorious, if I'm honest. It's not easy and it's something that you need to master, but it's something that's absolutely possible for everybody. It's just a matter of taking charge and taking mass amounts of responsibility and saying, I listened to this concept and now I don't get the excuse anymore. Because once you know something and if you hear something and you still go back into that altered state where you're going to live in fear and sadness and all that shit, then you've got to address what's wrong for you and you've got to have a, a bigger look at the picture and go, wow, this, this is me in self-sabotage mode. This is me not in my higher state. This is me actually throwing in the towel because the only person responsible for you and your happiness is you, right? Yet we want to, we want to blame other people. We want to place responsibility over on them. Well, I can't be happy because I went through a separation this year or I can't be happy because that person, you know, someone stole off me, someone lied to me, someone abused me. I can't be happy because things aren't working out the way I want them. Well, who have you got to blame for that situation? Well, you know that. It's yourself, right? You cannot blame other people. You have to move into a state of gratitude with everyone around you. Even the people that frustrate the shit out of you at the shop like I, um, I do this thing with myself where I, I think I've talked about this before. I challenge myself to be in a really good state when I'm out and about, to smile at people, to do all those things. And I used to walk through the shops and just get furious with people's behavior. Whereas now I'm like, man, it's so good that there are people that, in my opinion, still act like, let's be honest, like turds out in public don't smile at other people, don't say excuse me, act like I hate it when people just are on their own planet or are rude or are pushy or are weird. You know, I used to hate it. Whereas now I'm like, it's so cool that I get to go out and experience this other way of being because it just brings me back to how I want to be. It's just this beautiful reminder of how I don't want to show up so the more I go out and experience those things, the more gratitude I have for them being annoying, turd-like people, <laughs> in my opinion. But I shouldn't say that. But, you know, I'm being real. Um, it's crazy, right? Like, isn't it crazy to think that we could actually allow other people and their states of, of behavior affect our happiness? And I, do, I used to do it on the road as well. Like I used to do the road rage. And I remember actually my mum kind of being like, you need to cool your jets. And I'm like, oh, fucking people, you know. Whereas now I'm so much more just calm and like, it's cool because I'm just so grateful that I can even drive a car, that we have cars, that there is roads, that I'm not that way. And every time someone does act like that, then I'm like, oh, I'm just so grateful that they were there to remind me of how I don't want to be. And that's what a lot of the time you'll find when you're going into the depths of writing a gratitude letter. So my suggestion is give it a go and start practicing it daily uh, in small ways, but then give writing a letter of gratitude a go. 
start with the person you fucking hate the most, right? Start with someone who infuriates you. Get some really good quality music, right? Like I've got a playlist that I listen to when I want to, like for lots of reasons, but it's like a really beautiful, soft, somewhat romantic, but just, I wouldn't say romantic, but it's just a really good quality playlist with beautiful songs that have depth and are kind of moving. That's probably a better word. If you play it really loudly, like I get goosebumps even thinking about my playlist. Um, That's how much I love it. So I would suggest you get a playlist like that or you put on something, put on some music and take the time to write the gratitude letter to the person that you fucking hate the most, right? Or that has done you the most harm and make the commitment that it may take you 30 minutes to an hour to write it. Make the commitment that you will write and write and write until you find something that you are grateful for in that person or in the experiences that person gifted you that you have never thought before. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create new thoughts. We're trying to rewire our brain because trust me, I I work with people all the time who are so angry so sad about things that happened. You know, their their husbands did this or their friends did that or their parents did this and they hang on and hang on and hang on to the, all that pain and our body just keeps experiencing it over and over and over again because what we feel, what we think, like feeling and thinking creates our reality, right? So how do you expect to bring in new energy, higher quality people, if you are sitting in a state of fear and pain and anxiety and frustration and if you feel like a victim, you're only going to invite more victims into your life, right? Or you're only going to invite the same behavior in because you're not healing through it. You're not deciding to be grateful. There are so many people, but there are a few very key people Um who who have been in my life that I could just talk smack about. Like I could just be like, you know, saying all the swear words. I was going to say something and then I was like, no, I don't think we'll say that word on on the podcast. I think the F word is enough. (laughs) We could call names and we could talk smack and we could go down rabbit holes and we could be in that energy. And I've definitely been there. I'm not, um, I'm definitely not perfect but I also choose when to move through and when to move on and when I need to write these letters. And so this is something that I do consistently with people in my life. I look for where the gratitude is in every single situation. The most frustrating ones are the ones I go to first. You write and you write and you write and you write until a new thought comes up, until you find something you can be grateful for in that human that you despise or dislike or find frustrating or can't communicate well with to the point where you almost would want to give them a hug the next time you see them. And I know that for a lot of people, you're like, no, that's not happening for me. I don't want to do this. I'm never going to want to, I'm not saying you have to give that person a hug or you may never see them again. But moving into a space of gratitude is, it's game changing. Then 
once you move past that, once you truly feel gratitude, I have gratitude for some of the most fucked up things that have happened. Like I've been through traumas. I've been through things that have, you know, I can't, I can't always talk about every element of my life, but I have had some things go on that I honestly think really, like really universe, you're fucking with me now. Like again, really like this is, has this actually happened or am I dreaming? Am I having a nightmare? Um, we all have, you know, we've all had things like that happen. And then I used to talk about these things and be like, could you, this happened and that. And I'd be telling people, people, oh my God, Jess, like, I can't believe you went through that this year, last year, whenever. And now I've been able to transfer that into an amazing place where I, um, where I'm like, I'm so happy that happened. Because my God, when you move into that space, like literally, I'm so happy that person stole from me. I'm so happy that person lied to me. You know why? Because I have been forced into a state of growth as a result. I would have never created the business I have without the trauma. I would have never found my soulmate, the person I love so dearly, had I not been pushed to my limits, had I not had people um, mistreat, do bad things, whatever you want to call it, right? And we've all had things like that happen. So moving into the state of gratitude is just absolutely game changing. And I hope that I've given you a bit of a different, fresher perspective on gratitude instead of just like, you've got running water, you've got a roof over your head, be grateful, be happy. Um, that shit if you like, you should be grateful for that already. That shit goes without saying. Finding gratitude and pain is the key and it literally will unlock your world. It will allow you to experience life through like looking through this golden frame. Like I just picture it all the time. I'm like, am I standing in ruins? Am I standing in a house that's got, you know, shit everywhere that's falling down around me? looking out to to darkness and shadow, which is what we do every time we keep experiencing pain from the past because we shouldn't actually continue to experience pain from the past. We have to let it go and we have to find gratitude in it. It's the only way we move forward and evolve and heighten our levels of consciousness and awareness is when we do that. Get the fuck over it. It's happened. You're still alive, right? That's literally, I know that's harsh. And if there, there will be one or two people that will listen to this, I'm sure, that have experienced massive trauma and they're like, it's not that easy. But trust me when I tell you, this works on people consistently. I do it with so many of my clients. It is not an overnight thing. It is something that you have to work at and work at and work at. But if you work at it correctly, then what happens is after you move into that state of gratitude, then you get the even bigger gift which is moving into a state of compassion for the person. Now, when you understand that everyone is actually doing their best, sometimes their best is fucked, right? Obviously. But then does anyone, now I'm on a tangent again, but does anyone actually want to be a shit human? I don't believe so. I really don't. I think that there is massive chemical imbalances and massive conditioning issues and massive trauma they haven't dealt with that brings them into spaces like that. But at a base level, I genuinely don't believe 
that people ever really wish to hurt other people. I mean, they only live in pain and regret, right? And so this is a whole nother topic. But my my belief is, is that in a general sense, when I'm maybe not talking about like really crazy things like um, murders and rapes and, and things like that, but in general with the smaller things, and most of us do have trouble dealing with small trauma. Like I find that, I find that the bigger the trauma, obviously a lot of those people come out the other side and actually create more magic because they've got no choice but to, to get through and to grow through it if they're still here, right? Um, but when we get into that, that state of gratitude and then we allow ourselves to feel compassion for everybody um, and also compassion for ourselves, right? We, we can only be grateful for things that suck and we can only be appreciate. Um, be in a state of appreciation and we can only move into compassion when we are compassionate for ourselves. Big one. But then we allow ourselves to feel happy, to feel light, to feel in flow, to like just to think, yeah, that that all sucked, all that stuff sucked, but I've got compassion for it. I'm okay. I realize like it is what it is. I've got to move on. I can't keep feeling pain you're literally transforming yourself into the state of happiness and love by doing this stuff and by practicing it. And so every single day I would, I would get you to, to ask yourself, what's something that happened today that I wasn't happy with, that I didn't like? Where did I fail today? Did someone mistreat me today? Those types of questions. And how do I then move into a constant appreciation and gratitude for it? The letter however, is the most powerful, one of the most powerful tools that I teach. And I'm pretty sure I just went like round and round in circles to get to my point, but hopefully you found this entertaining at the very least. But it's so, so important, guys. It's something that if you could just teach your children this, right? Like, can you imagine? Like, just be grateful. Like I did it with my daughter around bullying. I was like, well, look, you know, you have been bullied, but what what have you learned from this? And she's like, oh, well, I've learned I don't need as many friends as I thought I did. And I've learned that sometimes it's good to change friendship groups because you actually realize that the people you weren't talking to over there are actually quite nice. And I'm like, go girl. Like she's eight, well, she's nine now, but she's eight years old learning these kind of lessons. What kind of humans are we going to raise if we can master this stuff imagine what kind of humans we can raise. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope this has helped. If you guys ever have any questions about anything in terms of what I teach, you can reach out to me. I have a new Instagram account. I should tell you that story one day. I think it's already on the the new Instagram, but my new Instagram account, I would love your support and go follow is Jessica Shembri Coach, all one word. So J-E-S-S-I-C-A-S-C-H-E-M-B-R-I-C-O-A-C-H, Jessica Shembri Coach on Instagram. Brand new and a really different vibe to anything you've probably gotten or heard or seen before from me. But I'm actually doing lots more stories on there as well in terms of coming to you in a coaching capacity. I'm just coaching, coaching, coaching everywhere now. But if you guys ever have any questions, I would love for you to either reach out through my email, which is hello at jessicashembury.com.au 
or through my Instagram. I'm on there a lot adding value and you can always voice note me in there if you've got questions about this or if you want me to take you through processes like this, book in a one-off call, book in a one-on-one coaching call with me and we can discuss and we can move you through emotions so that you can start living and feeling completely different. Ultimately, as we move ourselves into better states, happier states, more conscious states, we actually start to create a ripple effect. It, it starts to impact our families, our workplaces, our local Woolworths. It impacts everything. Um, and the more we the more we bring positivity and gratitude and compassion and love into the world, overall the world will become better, which is our aim, right? So have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in and I'll be back next week. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.